What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend and Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T E C O V A S com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi everyone, this is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Wind down with Janet Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. I mean, I mean. <laughs> hi, oh hi. Um, I don't even know how to start today. I wrote notes in my phone the other day. I love it when you do that. Writing notes, in my phone. Uh huh. Um, oh, it's interesting. So I was talking to, who was I talking to? This is a great start. Um, cause we were talking about gossip. Oh, okay. I can't say who the person is because she's well known and we're kind of, um, she's, she's been a, she's been a real leader and guide for me through 
my divorce last year and just, you know, coming out of things um, and just, you know, my healing work. And she's she's been a really big advocate in my life. And, you know, she's kind of going through her own battles right now with divorce. And uh, we were we had like an hour call last night after I put the kids down. And it's because so she's not a very um, she's very well known. She's, you know, written and she's 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 very well known. And and uh, people picked up something like from her Instagram and it became this article. And she's just like, why are people she's and she's not used to like mm-hmm. she's unknown. And she's known in like her world, but like not in like the the gossipy world. Right. And so she's never really experienced that. And she's like, why do people want to know the gossip? She's like, it's she's like, and they picked up something from Instagram. And I go, girl, I was like, you I was like, anything you write on Instagram, like people can take. And they're like, well, why do they want to know the details? And it was interesting because, you know, that was the same day that like my one episode aired. And then people were like upset that I didn't give details about the breakup. And I'm like, why do people want to know certain details? It's like, why? It's just, and and I started to, so we started to, to talk about, you know, gossip and why people want to, to know that, like those certain pieces of it, you know? Does that make any sense to you? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm trying to think of my, what I think about that. I think. And kind of what you're going through. I don't want to bring it up, but I'm yeah. just saying like, you know, me asking, you know, questions around something that just tragically happened in your life and wanting to know certain details but it's like are do those details even why should they matter i think when you know someone personally i think you want to know details i think that's just human nature mm-hmm. and i think what has happened with celebrities or people in the public eye they're so assess- accessible and people feel like they know them. Mm. So they feel like they have a right to know all the details, but they don't know you personally, but it feels like they do. You know what I mean? So I think like if it's me and you, you would have no question asking me personal details because we know each other very well. That's true. And I just think people feel like they know you through Instagram, through this, through the podcast, and they feel like they have a right to those details, whether they do or don't, which you may not, I mean, I may not have the right to those details either. You know, I mean, it's like you get to keep those personal. Those get to stay close to you if you choose. Then why do some people say, well, you, you can't share. It's like, I, you know, because I, I, I did get some hate about not sharing certain details. And I'm like, what if I'm protecting someone? Mm-hmm. What if I'm protecting someone that doesn't, doesn't want some of this knowledge out there and public stuff out there? You know, it's like you don't know what people are. It's like there could be someone that I, I I don't they're private and they don't want this information to be out. So I'm, you know, or it could be whatever. It's like or it can just be something that it's like all the details. It's like, I don't know. It's just so me and my girlfriend were talking about that last night. It's just like. it. That's that piece is hard. Yeah. Well, because you still want to be open and like honest and stuff like that. But then when they think that they, you know. The other side of that is, had you open up and tell all the details, you're going to get hate for that too. Oh, for sure. But so, I'd also be hurting someone in the process too. Exactly. So that's not worth it. Yeah. So I think you just, as hard as that is for those people saying that, you have to know that you are doing what you feel is right mm-hmm. and that that's okay yeah. because you're going to get hate no matter how you how you play it. Yeah. 
And I hate that for your friend who also had that situation because they take everything off Instagram. Oh, yeah. And I and I just but it really just kind of got me thinking about the wanting to know details that might really hurt people and sure. to be reminded like, oh, why did and it's like because it hurt and it broke and it sucked, mm-hmm. you know, and like, thank you for asking me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, but but then also it's like, well, you put it out there. So it's like, of course, you're going to then be met with questions. So that's the thing, too, where that's like, well, that's where the, the battle is like. It is. But also then I would ask those people, do you not want do you not want you to share? Mm. That's what I would ask. Do you want me to not share anything? Would you prefer that? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like they want to know things, but then they want to know. I mean, it's just this this, you know, catch 22. So you could when everyone says this, just hole up and not tell anybody about any of your relationships about anything. But that doesn't. That that won't make them happy. Mm-hmm. They just feel like they have a right to know all the details. Yeah. Interesting, though. I don't know. We got into, like, such a long topic about that. But I was like, well, I was like, I kind of fall into it. Like, I'm like, sure. when I watch the, I want to know what Tristan did mm-hmm. to Chloe. And I want to know the details. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, same. It's, it's sometimes, like, but I do the same. Like, I get upset about the same things that I want. Yeah. And that's kind of hypocritical. I think it's just kind of human nature to want to know everything. I mean, I'm nosy, so I've always wanted to know everything. <laughs> but I mean, other people out there are nosy too. Yeah. I thought this was a really good, this was from Kristen. She goes, um, I wanted to apologize. Was, uh, I follow you and started to feel invested in your life, especially around your relationships. I listened to your new podcast today, waiting to find out all the details and left feeling disappointed. But as I'm laying here thinking about it, I'm like, wow, Jana is sharing her boundaries with her friends. Boundaries are so damn hard to establish for anyone, let alone a celebrity who has to defend their boundaries because their fans might feel owned, owed 24-7 access into your life. So first, I'm sorry that I had that reaction. And second, thank you for sharing and reinforcing your boundaries. You have so many fans who might need help establishing boundaries in their life, and you're modeling that for them. On a side note, you're killing it. And then she went on and I ended up having a long DM conversation with Kristen because I was like, I just want you to say like, thank you for sharing that message and writing that to me and acknowledging that like you were frustrated, but that you also understood. Yeah. And like, we just had a really great back and forth banter about, you know, just, you know, how hard it can be, but mm-hmm. also, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to respect other people's privacy and, you know, and just moving on and that's okay. And um, but yeah, it was just a, it was a really great conversation and I love being able to have like dialogue like mm-hmm. that as opposed to people. And, and it is, it's all about like certain boundaries, but it's like, it's so hard to have those boundaries. And I was also, again, going back to my girlfriend last night when we were talking, you know, I'm like, how do I have healthier boundaries the next time if I ever, if, if, and whenever I date again, like, I'm so scared to like stand by those boundaries and like, what do I do? And like, how, it's just that new beginning that's like, ugh, I'm like, I don't even want, like, ugh. Yeah, boundaries are so hard to live by because then you just have to be, well, what are the consequences of the boundary? Are you done? Is Can it you over? write them out? Does that help to kind of write out your boundaries? Sure. But how many times did I say to my ex, <laughs> if you lie again, I'm out. This is my boundary. <laughs> I crossed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give an, like, I, I don't know how to, and it's like, I almost like, I would love to get someone on the show. So if mm. um, producers are listening right now, somebody that can be really 
helpful with defining boundaries and sticking to boundaries and how like, and I just would love to have a conversation around that because I think it's something that I know I struggle with. And yeah, and so I, I would really, really love to have someone on that can talk about that because yeah, that'd be interesting. It's can be boundaries around friendships and like, you know, mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah. And I just, I would love to like get clearer and better with them and actually stick by a boundary for the first time. So if anyone was it. to, you know, lie, cheat <laughs> this or whatever, I'm, I could be like, peace out instead of going, well. Because <laughs> that's usually it was just one time. Uh, yeah, he didn't uh, mean it. <laughs> just, she was. So, he didn't know how to tell me, you know, because he was afraid oh, of my pad. This the story, right? Always. Yeah. Um, but today we're gonna go a little left field. Left field, out of field. Yeah, left field, side field, <laughs> side field. There's no side field. Left um, field is great. We've got Max Lugavere. Um, he's got a book called The Genius Kitchen out now. And I'm just really excited to talk to him about um, everything that he does. He's a filmmaker, he's a health and science journalist, author of the New York Times bestselling, um, bestseller Genius Foods, Become Smarter, Happy, and More Productive While Protecting Your Brain for Life. Um, so I'm pumped. Let's take a break and let's get him on. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow. I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. 
All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hey, What's how are on? you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm Jana. This is Catherine. Hey, how are you? Jana, Catherine, nice to meet you guys. Nice, nice to, to meet, meet you. you too. I am so excited to have you on. This is a little left field for what? Left. I'm, I'm going left field. Left field. Right field, left <laughs> right. field. Left field works. Usually we talk about like relationships and all that on the podcast, but um, I'm trying to get better with foods and just understanding things. And <laughs> as I'm like going through the rundown today, I was like, do I tell Max that I gave my kids Lucky Charms for for breakfast? <laughs> Maybe not. I was like, mm, probably shouldn't lead with that. But I love here Lucky we go. Charms. Like, here we go. Here- I grew up eating those, so it's fine. I mean, I, I turned out, I think, fairly all right. So there you I go. still have all my limbs. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> because <Yeah. laughs> I'm praying that my kids keep them too. Um, okay, so what's tell us your background of how you got into this space of foods and healthy eating. Sure thing. So I started um, I started college on a pre-med track. So I'd always been interested in fitness and nutrition. I was just a big nerd for it. <laughs> um, I wasn't an athlete. I was just really obsessed with the science of body composition, of physical performance, something that I, for as long as I could remember, I, I, I had a passion for. But ultimately, halfway through college, I realized that I was also uh, creative. I was a storyteller. And I ended up making the pivot to a double major in film and psychology, which sounds... That's a massive like, pivot. Mm-hmm. 
It's a massive pivot. Yeah. Um, well, the, the way that my brain works, it's sort of like a light switch. I'm either like obsessively interested in a topic, which I am for, for health, for example, mm -hmm. um, or I, I can't sit still and focus on it for even a second. And so what that led to in college, uh, was a GPA that just wasn't that great. Like the classes that everybody in my college would take for the easy A's, I would struggle to get A's in because I just wasn't interested. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even go, but the biologies and the chemistries, I would get really good grades in, but ultimately <laughs> I didn't think academically it was going to lead to me being all that competitive in that, in that traditional sort of med school path. Uh -huh. um, so I pivoted to film and psychology because I love cinema. I love music. I love art also. And I kind of kept one foot in the world of science. So I, I had a psychology double major and that actually was a really fortuitous decision because it led to me getting this incredible job when I graduated from college. What college? Working for, I went to university of Miami. Okay. In Florida. Is that yeah. where you're from? Uh, I'm from New York City, actually. Okay. Yeah. All right. But um, I, I was never a fan of cold weather. I always would find myself getting seasonal affective disorder during the, the winter months. So felt the pull to the more southern states and landed in Miami, which is an amazing city. And, um, and yeah, so after college, I ended up working for Al Gore. I was a journalist on a TV network that he had launched in the U.S. called Current TV. Do you remember it? Mm -mm. It was, uh, yeah, it was like, it was underwatched, but it was in a hundred million homes. So it was like oh, a wow. le legitimate Isn't TV it? network. Mm -mm. Yeah. It launched in 2005 and it ran until 2011 or thereabouts. And so I was one of the main journalists, producers, hosts for the network. And I was in my like early twenties. So I was like you know, rolling out of bed wearing t-shirts, but ultimately every day on TV talking about some pretty serious stuff. Mm -hmm. And my role there was very much as like a, a generalist. So I covered topics, you know, that, that really ran the gamut. But again, my passions had always been health and, and, and nutrition science. And then in my personal life, I had left current after my position there had sort of like my, what I was learning, the viewership, everything sort of had plateaued and I was out of work. And then simultaneously in my personal life, my mom, who's the person that I'm the closest with in the universe, mm -hmm. uh, started to show the earliest symptoms of, of what would ultimately be diagnosed as a, as a rare form of dementia. Mm. Yeah. So she was, you know, she had complained of brain fog and there was a change to her gait, which is the way, you know, her, her sort of walking pattern. And I was 3000 miles away in Los Angeles. She was in New York. And ultimately, I decided I had to move home and I started going with her to doctor's appointments. And in every instance, I was met with what I've come to call diagnose and adios. It's just like a doctor would run some battery of, of strange tests, often talking down on me and the patient, right? Like, which is sort of unfortunate, but that's, that's often the case is like doctors, you know, there's like this sort of ego attached to that credential, which is not, not always the case, but um, can often be. And, um, and ultimately it wasn't until, it wasn't until a trip to the Cleveland clinic. We literally, we had to make an appointment at the Cleveland clinic, despite coming from New York city, right. Where we have all these incredible cathedrals yeah, to New Western York, medicine. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had to go there cause her case was so, I guess, atypical. And it was there for the first time that she was prescribed drugs for both Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's disease. And, um, she had this, she has a, she had a form of, of dementia called Lewy body dementia, which is, a, it's sort of like having both of those conditions. So it's not, it's not, it doesn't neatly fit into either diagnosis. It's sort of a hybrid. Um, it affects one in five people, one in five people with, with dementia have Lewy body dementia. And it's really difficult. The, 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 the drugs are minimally effective and, 
at that point, I mean, it was there in Ohio that my, like the world changed for me and I had a panic attack for the first time and everything that I had been interested in previously sort of faded to the background. And I just became fixated on trying to understand everything I could about uh, the etiology of these conditions, the role that my mom's diet and lifestyle would have, you know, could have potentially played in her in her developing this condition, and also what could be done to prevent it from happening to myself. Because I realized, even though doctors never address, you know, the family member that's in the room, like I realized for the first time, it was like a, a light bulb moment where I, I have a risk factor mm-hmm. at this point. And so that began about 10 years ago. And I've just been, yeah, it's just a constant question. Like why, why my mom at such a young age developed this condition? What, what is the optimal path to take for um, optimizing brain health, cognitive health, mental health? Because we live in a time where people are just sick, right? Like people are overweight by and large. Um, it's the first time in human history that there are more overweight people walking the earth than underweight. And my mom uh-huh. wasn't overweight. Um, so it's not, this isn't a weight issue, but um, but generally, the food supply I th- I've come to learn is toxic in many ways. And um, so my work really has been about uh, identifying and describing how we might sort of live and eat differently for for better health, better better odds. Okay, how, how do we do that? <laughs> Tell me it. <laughs> well, first of all, how is your mom, though? Like, is she, is she okay? Is she better? She, no. I mean, she, she passed away oh, three years ago. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. I mean, she, she had, I mean, it was mostly a good life that my mom had, but the, the last eight years of her life were mired Mm -hmm. in this, you know, this, this chronic disease world. And, and it was just like really sad because my mom was somebody who she was a high powered woman. She had a, she was, she was affluent, you know, she lived in New York city. She, she was health conscious, but she and her generation were fed certain Mm -hmm truths about what it meant to be healthy that I think are were not all that rooted in 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 the scientific literature, for example. And she didn't have access to the internet. She wasn't, I mean, she wasn't a very tech savvy person to begin with, but like she was never on the internet. And so her, you know, w- what what she received about what it meant to eat healthily was was the messaging that she received from the food industry. So from, what do you think that message is then? Like what do you think people where do you think people are being misled? Well, for the past few decades, it was it was we were, we lived in a world where fat was demonized, was very much demonized, right? Mm-hmm. Fat made you fat, or fat clogged our arteries, and dietary cholesterol wasn't something that was healthy to eat, right? So I grew up in a in a household that was, you know, we didn't use butter, we used margarine. My, <laughs> I never saw my mom eating eggs, right, because she was worried about the cholesterol contained in egg yolks. An egg is literally one of nature's few multivitamins. It's a cognitive multivitamin. It contains a little bit of everything required to grow and and sustain a healthy brain. And this, you know, it's this kind of food that my mom avoided like the plague because she was worried about, about heart health. What, so so then what foods are great for the brain then that you like, what, who do I need to become smarter? (laughs) Make our list. (laughs) Let me just write this down. Yeah, we got eggs. What else? Well, yeah, I mean, the, mo- the most protective dietary pattern for the brain is like a, med- a sort of Mediterranean style diet. But like the, the vision that we and, and like, and this is sort of promoted in the, in the Western nutritional orthodoxy, like the, the, the picture of the Mediterranean diet that, that is described in the medical literature is a lot different from the actual Mediterranean dietary pattern. The actual Mediterranean dietary, dietary pattern is a high fat diet. It's rich in extra virgin olive oil as the 
the sole oil for the most part. I mean, occasionally they'll use butter, but um, you know, in the Mediterranean, in a Mediterranean kitchen, um, a traditional Mediterranean kitchen, you don't have any of these crappy grain and seed oils like canola oil, corn oil, soybean oil, oils that have to market themselves on TV, right? <laughs> like ch chances are, if there's an ad on TV for a food product, it's you're worth avoiding it. It's worth it's worth avoiding. Um, they use extra virgin olive oil as the primary fat. They're cooking with it even. Um, mm, they shit. eat a blend. <laughs> I use it. I use it too. <laughs> so to cook it. with? That's good. Extra virgin olive Extra virgin. He's saying it's yeah. good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I was like, oh, shit, that's to. what I yeah. use. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, all right, no, all right. We're doing good. I mean, yeah, ideally low I to medium heat. I say cook very. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. I use it as a sauce. You know, you can use it to to dress vegetables with, um, to mm. to drizzle on, on eggs, scrambled eggs, for example. Great. Great food option. It's actually extra virgin olive oil is medicine for the brain. It's as anti-inflammatory as low dose ibuprofen. Really? Ibuprofen is like a yeah. We all it's a drug that we all have in our medicine cabinets. But chronic use of ibuprofen um, and other non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs is associated with cardiovascular events, right? So there's they're not without side effects. But extra virgin olive oil, you get the upside without any of the any of the downside. And so use it use it liberally. It's awesome. Okay. <laughs> I, I just wonder, like, <laughs> if we were ever to go grocery shopping together, you'd be like, you can't buy, like, if, are you the person that looks at all the labels, <laughs> like, when you go shopping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, yeah. I do. I think it's important, too, because we have a lot of compounds in modern foods that, um, that people tend to overeat and that aren't necessarily good for us. And the only way to really identify them is to look at, look at labels, take the added sugar phenomena, right? So yeah. Like, what do we look at? That's like, I heard what natural flavors, that's a lie. I'm not, I'm not anti-natural flavors. You're not. I'm okay. not convinced that, that there's something that we need to avoid. For me, it's about the low hanging fruit in, in, there's a lot of, in the wellness world online, you have a lot of black and white thinking. You have a lot of fear mongering. There's a lot of misconceptions about, you know, for example, is organic more nutritious than conventional? Not necessarily. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's really like, I think for most people, it's the low hanging fruit that are going to give them 90% of the, of the benefit. Right. And then if you're, if you're, if you're doing all that, right, then you can look to see where else you can optimize. But for me, it's about bringing in the foods that I call genius foods. So my first book was about identifying the foods that are going to give your brain the most bang for the buck. Extra virgin olive oil is one of them. Eggs is another one. I'm a huge fan of grass-fed beef, grass-fed, grass-finished beef. Okay. Um, I know it's a controversial, a controversial one, but um, it's a pristine source of protein. Why is it it's controversial? Great... I love beef. What, grass, yeah. grass fed. What's wrong with grass fed? I, I don't know. I love to hear that. No, I, I love to hear that. In in the wellness world, there's this push towards plant based eating, right? The the like the fake meats. It's the equivalent oh. of human pet food. It's give terrible. me a steak. I just yeah. give me a steak. I'm a Michigan girl and a potato. <laughs> like, let's thank like, you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, no. I mean, like, uh, you know, what, the only time I'll ever, uh, like, a veggie burger ever once, but I'd rather have a burger. Yeah, uh, Speaking sure. of, like, this <laughs> burger burgers. over here. <laughs> yeah. No, burgers are, burgers, I mean, I, I tend to eat, I tend to eat, like, a wheat-free, gluten-free um, diet, so I'll skip the bun, but grass-fed, grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef is totally economical. You can now get it at Costco, Walmart. Butcher Box. Butcher Box, yeah, <laughs> love Butcher Box. It's a health food. It's a highly bioavailable source of nutrients that we know people tend to underconsume today, like vitamin B12, which is crucially important for good mental health. Mm -hmm. um, there was a study out of 
Deakin University in Australia that found that women who didn't eat the nationally recommended three to four servings of beef a week were at twice the odds of developing a major mood disorder or of being of being diagnosed with a major mood disorder. Interesting. Um, and that association didn't hold up for any of the other proteins, chicken, pork, anything like that. Mm. It was beef. And we know that beef is like loaded with zinc, creatine, which is important for brain energy metabolism. So how to create more energy. And iron um, too, right? Iron. Yeah. 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 Iron's, a, iron's a big issue. People uh, under underappreciate the importance of iron, but um, anemia affects one in four people globally and iron anemia. deficiency. I'm low in iron, but not technically anemic. But I do take like a slow, like a release iron slow supplement. release iron supplement. And I eat a ton of beef. So I think it just is for some reason with me because I definitely get my amount of beef. I love beef. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I think that foods that taste good, with the exception of modern industrially created hyper palatable foods, like there is an innate intelligence in the body. And if it tastes good and it's a relatively natural food, like like single ingredient food, then we should lean into that. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow. I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to 
make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You have Genius Kitchen out right now, right? Yeah. So what's the then is is it bringing like what is what's the difference now with that? Is it bringing the the genius foods into your kitchen and like how to make things or? Yeah. No, yeah, totally. Genius Kitchen is a is a cookbook. So it just came out. And it basically makes the recommendations that I've made um, in Genius Foods. And also, it sort of highlights where my views have evolved um, over the over the years makes everything practical um, and, and achievable, because ultimately, it's food, food is where the rubber hits the road, right. And so it's a cookbook, I have over 100. Are they um, your recipes? Brain- yeah. So you're yeah, like, yeah. are you kind of like a chef then too? Like, can you can you say you're a chef? Yeah, I cook. Um, I wouldn't call myself a chef. I got called out a couple of years ago because I was doing a like an oh. Instagram live and I and I've since learned, but at the time I didn't really know how to use a knife properly. <laughs> the, number one, uh. the number one tell, which separates people should learn how to use knives. It's really, I mean, it's really easy. You just gotta keep your fingers like pointed down. And I didn't know how to do it at the time. So you don't wanna you don't wanna lose any fingers in the cooking process. That's definitely Did you lose out. a finger? No, no, no. <laughs> he got called out for doing it cor- incorrectly. Oh. Yeah, remember we remember we had a chef. Yes, like, that's, she, I she still like, remember. It's like she like showed us like how but to. I'm like, terrified how to, of knives, but yeah. Um, okay, well, like how how difficult are these recipes? Because as like single mama here, she's got three kids. Like I'm not. I am like the worst cook ever. Mm-hmm. I don't have t- like it's just like so. I I feel bad for my kids because I'm like so. I grew up with my you know Midwest. My mom she cooked three meals. It was just the same thing. It was like chicken and rice. I didn't, I didn't have fish until I moved to Los Angeles. Um, and I was, when I was 20 and what is she made pancakes and <laughs> like spaghetti. And so now I'm like, I didn't grow up with a mom that like cooked these, you know, well, you know, n- nutritious foods and now like single mom in it. And I'm like, guys, you're going to have dino chicken nuggets or pizza. Like, I don't like, I'm, I'm tired, <laughs> but it's like, is, are there things in there that like, I can, I can do and not be like overwhelmed by like the recipes and everything. 
Absolutely. Yes. Okay. I <laughs> I definitely no, of course. Well, first of all, like a burger patty. Just look at a like a burger patty is one of the best foods. It's super easy to make. Um, in fact, in the cookbook, I mean, I have the recipes, but then I also have just simple instruction on how to make really basic things that I think that people sh should know how to make. Yeah. Most people don't actually know how to make a burger patty, like properly. They'll mix spices and salt into the meat. Yeah. That's, I know I mean, that part. Like, you like pat yeah, it. That part. <laughs> and like, then put like a little egg. salt and pepper in there. Oh, an egg? No, 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 no. Oh. Um, you, you basically, you want to make the patty and then you want to just salt the top and the bottom just prior to putting it on the heat. If you mix salt into the meat, which a lot of people do, and spices and things like that, the salt actually denatures the proteins and it causes, it, it changes the texture and it, 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 it'll become more of like a sausage in terms of its, its texture. Mm. It binds the proteins together, huh. which is not how you want a burger to, that's not the texture that a burger is supposed to have, right? If you look, if you think about a sausage, it's like the meat molecules are essentially glued together, and that's because the sodium is added um, into the into the sausage mix. But with a burger, you want it to you just want to coat the top and the bottom with salt prior to cooking it. That's it, and there shouldn't be anything in the burger. You'll go sometimes you go to supermarkets and you find pre-made like burger mixes, and they have like raw vegetables in the middle of the burger. Those vegetables are not going to cook and caramelize in time. So that the so that like in a way that's synced up with the burger being being properly prepared, right? You're going to overcook the meat, and the vegetables on the inside of the meat are going to be undercooked. So it's just not a not a good a uh, not a good strategy. Well, now I'm hungry. So simple things like that, yeah. Same. Burger patties, how to make a steak like a really bomb steak, how to poach eggs. Most people don't know how to poach eggs, and it's one of the, my favorite ways to eat eggs. I've never had. I eat eggs almost every single morning, and I've never in my life had a poached egg. Wouldn't even what is know a poached egg? I think it's <laughs> Ever? like. Not once in my life. Like I have, so I have two over medium eggs almost every morning once I drop the kids off or like after I work out or whatever, but I would never even know how to, like a poached egg is like, I don't, I, what is it? <laughs> like I don't, I've never seen it, but I don't know how to make it. It's like, do you boil it? It's, <laughs> it's like so that? good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically you take like a shallow um, saucepan, you could use a saucepan, you fill it with water and then you put about a tablespoon or two of white distilled vinegar in the water. And <laughs> you've, I'm sure you do. I'm I promise sure you. you. Do. We'll buy I it. Do not vinegar. Just vinegar? It's like mm, basic. No. You put a little bit of that okay. in the water, and what? And then what you do is you crack an egg into a into a shallow bowl, and you gently like sift the egg into the water, and the vinegar causes the uh, egg white to coagulate, basically on contact, so it holds it together. That's why you use the vinegar in the water, and it also adds like I think a nice flavor, and <laughs> you essentially boil it without a shell so you're you're boiling the the egg mass in the water and um and you want to make sure that the that the yolk stays like runny and jammy there's and no you way <laughs> You can do it. it I burnt popcorn minutes. in the microwave last week. Well, here's like, the, here's... I can't do it. Like that is like <laughs> like who burns popcorn yeah. in a freaking microwave. Me. I have oh, yeah. more faith in you than you have in you. And I just met you. I think you could do it. I think I think you we'll could practice. Do it. I don't think I could do it's it. It's a great. It's a great way to cook an egg because egg yolks, as I mentioned, there's a little bit of everything. You know that it's it's a cognitive multivitamin, and that includes fats. They're very um, damage prone. You've got DHA fat in an egg yolk. You've got um, cholesterol, which uh, has the tendency to oxidize in an egg yolk. And so you want to make sure that if you're cooking eggs, that you leave the the yolk a little bit more jammy or or runny, if if you like that. Um, but the other cool thing about poaching eggs is that you don't require any oil 
to do it. Mm. So it's a really sort of healthy um, way to get all the nutrients um, in uh, in eggs, but without adding any additional fat calories. Interesting. I'm curious what your thoughts are. Well, actually, I have to ask you this first. What is the one thing that like you do go bad on or like that's your vice? Is it like chips and guacamole or like or is it like Doritos, nacho cheese? Like, is, <laughs> is there one thing that you just like you kind of rebel on and just don't tell anyone? Just tell us. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've been lately, I've been, I've had a big like sweet tooth for ice cream. Oh, that's so bad. So. <laughs> the ice cream's <laughs> no, not bad at all. I mean, no, it's like a, it's a very calorie dense food. No, I mean, ice cream's great. I go, I was just in Austin. I just got back last mm. night actually. And I love barbecue. So, mm. um, I'll go to town on like Austin barbecue, which like, I don't know where the meat's coming from. I don't, you know, the sauces are super sugary. Um, so like. Yeah, I don't. When so I'm you out still in you still like live like you're not like you you don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I'm not like. Uh, I think I think my goal is to make recommendations practical for people. Sure. And you still have to like eat in restaurants because that's one of the great things about living in the modern world, right? You can't become like I'm not into calorie counting. I'm not into macro counting um, because to me that that leads to or it can lead to obsession. I think in some people, and it's like this like. We're applying this like modern artifact onto something that should be like innate in us, mm -hmm. like, like, you know, appetite and hunger. And I think the problem comes when we eat modern foods, like modern ultra processed foods, which short circuit our body's hunger sensors and checkpoints and the like. So for me, I think it's, it's really about prioritizing whole foods, like minimally processed foods. Um, that to me is, and, and the research backs this, that if you're able to do that, it doesn't really matter where the food comes from, organic or not organic. Like it's, it's minimally processed whole foods that you get around the perimeter of the supermarket that really are going to leave you in a much better place. So do you like the whole, do you like the whole 30 diet then? No, I don't like that diet. To Isn't me, that, that diet just is, all whole foods though? Like, yeah, it's very restrictive. I'm not. And, okay. and there's sort of like a cult mentality attached mm -hmm. to that, which I'm not, I'm not super into. What about almond milk <laughs> versus cow's milk? Okay, so this is such a fad uh, to me. I just want to know. Yeah, um, I use almond milk, uh, unsweetened almond milk, for for most things. I don't really, I don't like in my fridge. I don't have um, typical cow's milk, but I do like dairy. Um, I just don't drink regular cow's milk because I think ancestrally it's likely that um, we use dairy to create other sort of fermentation products like cheese, um, like kefir, because dairy would just go bad so quickly, right? And we didn't have we didn't always have refrigerators at our disposal. And dairy straight out of the cow, you get a huge hit of lactose, which is problematic for a lot of people. It can lead to like bloating and, and GI distress. Um, so for me, I don't really do cow's milk, but I do do dairy in the form of heavy cream. For example, I love heavy cream in my coffee, mm. um, which has a number of benefits. It's got heavy, actually dairy fat. It's interesting because there's been, we started out talking about how, how fat has been this demonized macronutrient over the past couple of decades. But if you actually look observationally, people who eat um, more full fat dairy have better cardiovascular health. They have better metabolic health. So full fat dairy, there's something sort of interesting about it. And when you actually break it apart and 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 investigate what dairy is comprised of. There's a compound in, in dairy called milk fat globule membrane, 
which really can be beneficial from uh, a cardiovascular standpoint. It's got a lot of compounds in it that are really good for brain health. So I do like heavy cream, like heavy whipping cream, essentially in my coffee every morning. It's so decadent and great. Um, I'll do kefir occasionally, which is a good source of, of, of probiotics um, and postbiotics. So like metabolites that are created by bacteria, which, which we think are, are really beneficial. Um, hard cheeses and things like that can be great sources of unique micronutrients. So yeah, I'm a, I'm overall a fan of dairy. What about, have you ever done like the pinner test? No. What is that? So it's foods that inflame your body. So you, they, you prick yourself, give some blood and then they, it's my trainer had told me to do it. Um, and it's, um, it'll give you a list of like all these foods that your body reacts bad to. So like mine was like tomatoes and onions. And so it's like anytime that I'm so I was supposed to eliminate this from my diet, but it's, I'm like, it was, I'm like, is that really healthy? Dude? I'm like, I, should you not, I don't think you should eliminate anything. It's just moderation. It's kind of like how yeah. I've always like lived my life. No, I think that the, those tests can be problematic. They, what they can sometimes expose is um, intestinal permeability. Like it's called a leaky gut. That's sort of the lay mm. way to think about it. But, um, but a lot of the compounds in tomatoes, for example, aren't actually meant to enter circulation. And they don't enter circulation if you have a healthy gut. So exposing like a, a white blood cell in, in a Petri dish to a compound in food, that doesn't actually reflect what's going on mm -hmm. in the body. So I don't, I don't necessarily trust those tests. Um, food sensitivity tests, again, they, you know, like you might have a sensitivity to, uh, for example, like an egg protein um, that's not fully getting broken down and is and is entering circulation in a in only a partially digested state. But I don't think that that's indicative necessarily that you can't eat eggs ever again. I think it's maybe you you have some leaky gut going on and and like uh, an elimination diet might temporarily or might help um, by sort of helping to seal things up um, where that's concerned. But yeah, I'm not you know okay. I don't think that people are as sensitive to these individual foods as they think they are. Got but it. it does sell a lot of tests. Yeah, yeah. they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, is red wine on the genius foods list? <laughs> oh, man. Am I going to make friends? Or are you gonna make <laughs> friends? Definitely not. Please. <laughs> Did I choose violence when I was going for it? So I think wine in moderation can be okay. Um, Describe moderation. Yeah. How many glasses a week? That's a, it's one, one serving a day for women, one to two for men. That doesn't mean that you can have seven servings in one day. So that doesn't, mm. doesn't work like that. <laughs> no, no binge drinking, but, um, I think wine, so ethanol in wine is a neurotoxin. It's a carcinogen. That's like the bad, that's the bad news. We want to get that mm. out of the way first, that it's really not, it's not beneficial. Um, you know, people who are at risk for breast cancer, like you want to do your best to minimize alcohol consumption, right? But there are some benefits associated with alcohol consumption. It's a social lubricant. It's a de-stressor. So if, if it plays that role for you and you're able to moderate, yeah, <laughs> then, like, hmm. then it's fine. <laughs> or just to also, relax at the end of the day. Do you drink? Yeah. I do drink occasionally, occasionally, occasionally. not, yeah. yeah, like two, like maybe three to four drinks a, a month or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so her, super moderation, her moderation is not three to four months. Nah, yeah. I, I, I like it. I like a good. I like a good red wine. You don't have to be like me, though. You know, if if you enjoy it, and that like that's your the your quote unquote vice, then by all means go for it. I just you just want to be able to you just want to drink 
do it as healthily as possible. So make sure that you're staying hydrated, including some electrolytes, perhaps. My general rule of thumb for when I do drink is to go to bed sober. Mm-hmm. As you know, to try as hard to try as best as I can to to enjoy the drink or drinks, but to make sure that by the time I go to sleep, I'm I'm relatively sober so that the alcohol doesn't negatively interfere with my sleep, which we know that it can do. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm um, pretty, pretty profoundly. Alcohol, it does help you get to sleep faster, but it it negatively affects sleep quality. And both sleep duration and sleep quality are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow. I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is... And I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, I had two more questions, and now I totally just forgot one. But so Catherine goes on and off of this diet, and I always no, tell don't her, tell, no, no, don't tell him. I'm, but I just it's bothers, like it bothers, no, no, it bothers me. You have to do what works for you, and I'm not trying to like, but I just think. For me, like, I don't know if those diets really like... Oh, no, it's, I mean, he would not like it for sure. It's just to lose weight. It's not like Whole Foods. So no, he wouldn't like it. That's fine. It's just like a, a crash sort of Kind diet. of. I mean, that's why I got off of it because I struggle oh, so with it. Yeah, I've been off of it since because that's my struggle. It's like, I want to lose weight and you can lose weight quickly with it. But then you look at it and it's like, this isn't going to do me any good in the long run. And the things that are in it are not going to be good for me mm-hmm. in the long run. So... I have to learn how to lose weight this way. So to jumpstart someone that wants to lose weight, is it just kind of, again, just looking at what you're eating and then eliminating, like, is it one by one? Is it just like, what's the, what do you think for that? Like to have, um, I mean, I know you're not like, you're more about like the foods and stuff, but I think when it comes down to it, it's, it's my, my trainer always says, she's like, you, she's like, you could do a million abs all day, but it's what you put in your body. That's going to make you lean and. And hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have, uh, sympathy for people who, who regularly crash diet because I mean, I think for one, there's this, again, it's this sort of black and white thinking in the wellness world that if you're not doing everything perfectly all the time, then you might as well not even attempt. Right. And then there's all these different diet tribes arguing constantly the diet wars, right? Like my diet is best. At the end of the day, the diet that's going to be the best for you is the one that you can stick to. That's going to that's gonna allow for a little bit of leeway so that you don't have to restrict yourself too much. Now, you do have to there, – there does have to be some kind of, uh, you know – restriction, whether we're talking about calories or whether, whether we're talking about, um, uh, you know, certain food types. Um, it's not really the food types. It's, it's more about calories, right? Like if you want to lose weight, it's energy balance, it's calories in versus calories out, but you can, you can achieve that with, with infinite different sort of permutations of dietary choices. At the end of the day, you just have to find the one that's going to be the most sustainable for you. And that's not going to compromise your relationship with food because that's really Mm -hmm. important. Right. Um, yeah. And honestly, I, like I can't talk at like I eat the same thing every day. Like it's not great. The things like my bars that I eat probably aren't the greatest bars in the world to eat. You right. Know? But and I would like to actually. But it's just my excuse is oh, I don't have time. Oh, I got to get the kids to school or like so I'm just going to grab this go macro bar or go grab sure. thing, you know, it's like because that's just and then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I've had two bars and, you know, not eating dinner. Like that's not enough food. Like it's not like. Right. So it's 
it's yeah. kind of retraining and like not making the ex- not excuses, but just being like, all right, like it's just so hard to get on like yeah. a, a plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the way that I like to think about it is you have to you have to achieve a calorie deficit, right? If your goal is weight loss. And weight loss is not the goal for everybody, but if if it is your goal, um, you have to achieve a, a calorie deficit. Now, um, if you think about a mile in terms of like distance, right? A mile is a mile, whichever way you slice it. But walking a mile downhill versus walking a mile uphill, they're two totally different experiences, right? So you want to figure out the diet that's going to get you to a mile, right, to your weight loss goal. But you want that trek to be predominantly downhill. You want to minimize the area under the curve for pain and stress. And so my view is the way to do that is to focus predominantly on minimally processed foods. Because research shows that when people do that, they end up coming in effortlessly at a calorie deficit of about 300 calories. Wow. It's the ultra processed foods. It's the it's the hyper palatable shelf stable foods that you find mm-hmm. in the aisles of the supermarket that actually drive you to over consume them to the tune of about 500 additional calories. So that's right there. That's an 800 calorie swing determined largely by the quality of the food that you're eating. Most people, when they want to initiate a weight loss diet, they think about quantity, right? They got to eat less, move more. And that's been the advice that we've gotten from the Western nutritional and and medical establishment for decades at this point, eat less, move more. And it's also, I'll add, echoed by the junk food industry Mm -hmm. because the junk food industry doesn't like to acknowledge that there are foods that are implicitly fattening, right? Foods that are are implicitly prone to overconsumption. But the reality is that quality dictates quantity. And so for me, what I think is is, is, going to be the most helpful is to really look at the quality of the foods that you're eating and start there. Like don't even think about weight loss for the first... Mm two, three weeks of your plan. Start to start to look at the foods that you're eating, the quality, create healthier habits for yourself. Um, because then, I, you know, I, I think that that the rest will sort itself out, right? Mm-hmm. And if you do have to start tracking calories and, and doing that, then, you know, that's another, that's another way to go. But you want to be able to leave room for the foods that bring you joy, bring you pleasure, because that that whole like restrict binge cycle, that's no bueno. That's what leads to the the ping ponging. We had girls night Thursday and there's going to be a lot of cheese dip consumed. OK, so I need you like this. Well, we, we cannot. I'm not starting it. Well, ourselves I, of anything. I mean, I do know that that would help me so much just looking at the foods that I eat. Mm-hmm. Three kids running around the junk food that I just grab off the shelf or the kids, whatever the Mac and you know, I know it's that. I know if I can just get better at what foods I eat, I will in turn lose weight. I just have to, I'm super picky and I just have to get there. I mean, if you're thinking about foods on the go, I mean, just like take a a granola bar, for example, or one of these like kind bars, they're just loaded with added sugar, right? Like the, the minute you're like, you're not even done with one until you, by the time you start craving having a second one, right? If you can swap that out for even, I mean, cheese, there's nothing, I mean, cheese has, uh, it's a great source of protein. Protein we know is the most satiating of the macronutrients. So prioritize protein. I think that's a really great tool for somebody. You, you, you can't overeat protein because it's so, it's so self-limiting because of the satiety inducing effect that it has. Right. So I would swap out the granola bar bar for two cheese sticks. Mm. Um, you're going to get high pristine quality protein, a ton of macro uh, of micronutrients that are beneficial, calcium and what have you. Um, 
and they're going to be less prone to overconsumption. The, mm. the factors that make a food satiating, an, another way to look at this is we want to maximize satiety with the fewest amount of calories. So what are going to be the foods that are going to be the most satiating? They're going to make us feel the most full, right? Protein by and, by and far is the number one um, tool. So prioritize protein at every meal. It's the steak, it's the cheese, it's the eggs, the fish, chicken, what have you. Like make that the centerpiece of every meal. Again, it's it's very difficult to overconsume. So don't worry about overconsuming it. Just eat it. So mm -hmm. you fill fill up on it. Um, the second factor that makes a food satiating, i.e., filling, is um, fiber, fiber content, fiber mechanically. It stretches out the stomach. The one caveat that I'll that I'll add is that dramatically increasing your fiber content um, can, if you're not if you're not ready for it, if you haven't cultivated the the gut flora to be able to contend with, with that sudden increase of fiber. Yeah, you're going to the bathroom, you're getting bloated, you're getting gassy. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. So do it slowly. And then the third thing that makes a food satiating is water content. Mm. Oftentimes, if we're thirsty, we the, the singles get crossed and we think that we're hungry. It's, I think, worth um, recognizing that for a hunter-gatherer, you know, water, water is one of these things you can't go three to four days without water, you'll die, right? Food you can go without for, you know, a couple of weeks, um, many of us, right? And you'll be fine. But water is something that we we desperately need when it ceases to be around. And for a hunter-gatherer, when water ceases to be available, the next, the second best place to find water would be from food. So food that is, that is, that has water in, in it. Like what? Is satiating. Well, like fruits and vegetables mm -hmm. are loaded with water, but water. even animal products like steak is about 70% water. Hmm. The, what's not hydrating are shelf-stable packaged processed foods. And that's because water attracts mold. And so mm. shelf-stable packaged processed foods are deliberately dehydrated. They're oh. deliberately, yeah, Interesting. they're devoid of fiber and they tend to be diluted of their protein content because protein is expensive. And we know that junk food manufacturers love big margins. So huh. they tend to be protein depleted, fiber depleted, and dehydrated. That's why, and and they're hyper palatable. So they're they you know they're sweetened. They have these like insanely delectable mouthfeels. But those are the reasons why it's not a moral failure if you can't if you can't moderate your consumption of these kinds of foods. They're literally designed to be overconsumed. Right. When you fill yourself up on a packaged processed food, you've already overconsumed them. When you fill yourself up on chicken, fish, beef, salad, you're you you've you've yet to overconsume them. That's what the research shows. You're you're still, despite being really full from them, likely in a, a calorie deficit. If those are the, the just don't primary foods, put that a bunch eating. of ranch dressing on the salad, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, then how do you expect not... me to eat a salad? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? No, actually, there are there are I've some heard good, good things ran about ranch. Yeah, there's some good. I have no affiliation with Primal Kitchen, but they make a great. Oh, I um, love Primal Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's like they're they're the whole. 30 dressing stuff. That's what I use. Like the barbecue sauce, primal. Yeah, like actually, I do think I've seen it. Yeah. Totally. No, that's really good. Is there a food, um, the last question, then we'll let you go, but um, that can help with anxiety? Oh, man. Um, I would say that uh, to cater your diet to anxiety, to, to reducing anxiety, it's, it's more a process of elimination. So getting off the blood sugar roller coaster. Um, minimizing your consumption of, of added sugar products, products with added sugar, eliminating the sugar sweetened beverages, so fruit juices, sodas, things like that. Because um, what happens is it's not the sugar surge that can cause anxiety. It's when it's when your sugar dips. 
it sort mm. of is like the rug being pulled out from beneath your feet. So making sure that you're minimizing what's called glycemic variability. Um, and all the recommendations that I've made so far are going to help with that as well. So sure. it's not like there's one diet for weight that's better for that's like, you know, not as good for the brain. It's all sort of aligned. I would also say caffeine is a big, big issue. Yeah, like, like I've stopped. I haven't had caffeine in like 20 years. Minus wow. when I was pregnant with my son and I had the only thing that didn't make me puke was a uh, uh, it was a, um, a Slurpee from 7-Eleven. <laughs> so I had Coke wow. for about nine months. And that was but I still like after that, I haven't had any. So, but yeah. Um, OK, well, I'm awesome. getting Genius Foods, Genius Kitchen, and so should everyone else yes. that's listening. Cause it sounds like I'm we can it. make yep. some good recipes from after Genius Thursday. Kitchen. I'll start Friday. <laughs> yeah, same season. I love it. Um, but Max, thank you so much for coming on. Where can our listeners find you? You're the best. This was super fun. Great to meet okay. you guys. Um, so I host my own podcast. It's called The Genius Life. So mm. if you like podcasts, come out, come over and, and check that out. And what can Life. listeners expect over there? Just everything about being genius and so smart. <laughs> yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of like nutrition, women's health, hormone health, um, reproductive health, uh, fitness. I mean, environmental toxins, like how to avoid endocrine disrupting compounds. That's a, a topic that I love talking about. Um, it really runs the gamut, but it's like, it's not it's not as nerdy as you would think. Like we have fun with it. There's like, you know, it's like mental health. Um, yeah. Like we, we try to like, it's not the spinach show in case people are wondering. It's like, <laughs> it's very much like an enter uh, an edutainment kind of vibe over there. And I, I hosted, sometimes I do solo episodes. Um, oftentimes we have guests that, uh, that, that really run the gamut. So I do that. And then I'm pretty active on Instagram um, at Max Lugavir. So love it. Well, thank you, Max. Me, yeah. Appreciate you. Thanks for coming on Wind Down. Thanks, John. Thanks, Thanks okay. Catherine. All right. Nice to meet you guys. Bye. You too. Okay. Well, that was very um, knowledgeable. Yeah. I think it like kind of makes me feel better. Like the extra virgin olive oil yes. and like the almond milk I was curious about. Like it's, it's possible. It's just... And I think it's one of those things too. It's like whatever works for you. Like if if the diet has to be what you do, I think in just the long run is yeah. don't hold yourself hostage to foods because that like for me, like when I hold myself back from like eating something, I get depressed. Yeah. So it's like in that kind of trigger, like, so it's like, I, I don't want to ever hold myself like, and I know like, but I also, I work out hard. And so it's like, but I understand everyone's body types are different. And, and I have empathy for people that have health issues or sure. thyroid stuff or, and it's just, but I would just say don't deprive yourself and just be happy however you are. And and, and just, again, consuming good foods, I think, is yeah. something that I have to work on. I mean, like, I was chowing down with, again, like, I shouldn't really probably be feeding my kids Lucky Charms. Like, I should be a little more mindful of what's in the Oreos and, like, the, you know, Fritos I was letting them have. Like, I should know better, like, with things that I see and the people that I follow. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm just doing the best I can. Every time you say Lucky Charms, it just takes me back to the first time we got. I got Lucky Charms at the beach, and you were so mad that I got Lucky Charms for the kids. I was so so, I'm so happy. I was so mad because it was like I was a first time mom, and I was like, I will not let my eat kids. (laughs) I will not let my kids eat processed foods. And I was like, ah, and I'm like, kids. Third, I was like, they had three helpings this morning. Like, I got that large family. Uh, Like, I have two bins. Like, just makes me so happy. Not that they're eating, you know what I mean? I it know, just, but I I'm like, feel... you know, it's just, we're doing the best we can. So balance, much. balance, 
next week I'll give them the organic ones from from then I'll go back. Ooh, you know, they're not gonna want those after. No, just give them eggs instead. They don't eat eggs. No, no, mine don't either. Right now I'm like just I just they just need to get food. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But again, people are gonna be like, well, you need to give them help. I'm trying. My kid loves <laughs> avocados. They don't just eat cereal for people that just think that. But yeah. Um, but anyways, love you guys. That was fun. Okay, bye. Bye. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.